Hey everybody, welcome to our discipleship journey at Beach Church. We are so excited that you chose to be with us today. We will be listening to a piece of scripture. You'll be hearing some thoughts from one of our writers about that scripture, and we'll be giving you some questions for you to think about and consider, and maybe explore what God is doing in your heart. Our discipleship journey is designed to help you see that God is near and that he wants to have a meaningful relationship with you. So get comfortable, open up your heart and your mind, and let's explore what God has for us today. Hey guys, it's Jake Silver. Welcome to week seven of the discipleship journey. We're going to be reading from portions of Acts 11 through portions of Acts 13. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists, also preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he was glad and he exhorted them all to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them named Agabus stood up and foretold by the spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Chapter 12. About that time, Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he seized him, he put him in prison delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know that what was being done by the angel was real but thought he was seeing a vision. When they had passed the first and the second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of its own accord and they went out and went along one street and immediately the angel left him. When Peter came to himself, he said, 
Now I'm sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer, recognizing Peter's voice. In her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But motioning to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. Now, when day came, there was no little disturbance among the soldiers over what had become of Peter. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he examined the sentries and ordered that they would be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Now, Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord. And having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. Immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. But the word of God increased and multiplied and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. Chapter 13. Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menean, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. Week 7 Journal Entry In Acts 11, we see the gospel message of life in Jesus finally breaking away from Jerusalem and also away from predominantly Jewish following. For the first time, non-Jewish people called Gentiles hear and believe in Jesus as the Son of God and Savior from sin. Since large groups of Gentiles began following the Jewish Messiah, the followers got a new name, Christians, according to Acts chapter 11, verse 26. In Greek, This is translated literally as followers of Christ. When word reaches the church in Jerusalem, the leaders there send teachers to encourage and instruct these new Christians. Chapter 12 brings us to a more ominous note as another disciple was martyred and Peter was arrested again for preaching about Jesus. Yet in this dark moment, a miracle was witnessed. Thinking he was dreaming, Peter followed an angel to find out God was in fact saving him from prison chains. Immediately upon his freedom, Peter went to find the Christian community, share the power of God at work in his life and give instructions to spread the word of his miraculous freedom. 
Following the theme we've already read in Acts, the word of God continued to spread and flourish. These passages reflect a common theme of obedience and trusting in God as Christians today. Our role is less about how good we are at obeying God's law and more that we trust God in all things and know him intimately. The gospel movement in Acts was not dependent on special gifting, people, or callings, but upon God moving and the people responding to him with trust. The early church was dependent entirely upon God. As these people became more dependent on God, they became more obedient to him, which led to much expansion of the gospel. Week seven discussion questions. Question number one, Peter experiences another moment of saving grace by God when he is miraculously released from prison. In response, he testifies to fellow believers who then become witnesses to his freedom. What does this reveal about the importance of community? Question two, we often don't realize how God is working until after the fact. How can you choose to trust fully on God in your life right now rather than upon your own understanding and ability. Question three, do you try to obey God and do what is right out of obligation or out of trust? Thank you for being a part of our discipleship journey. We firmly believe that a deeper relationship with God is now within reach. If you feel led to dive deeper into God's word, We've made it super simple for you to find our four-day-a-week Bible reading plan, along with a journal entry and some questions. All you got to do is go to beachchurchjacks.com slash discipleship journey, and you will be able to find all of our tools right there. See you next time. Scripture quotations are from the ESV Bible, the Holy Bible, English Standard Version, copyright 2001 by Crossway Bibles a publishing ministry of good news publishers used by permission, all rights reserved.